Welcome to the Southside Community Church Podcast with Pastor Mark Hahn. We are located at 1815 South P Street in Elwood, Indiana. Visit us on Facebook. The link will be in the description below. Have a great day. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 11, starting with the first verse there. <clears throat> and it said, And it came to pass, when Jesus had made an end of the commanding of his twelve disciples, that he departed to teach and to preach in their cities. Now when John had heard in prison the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples and said unto him, listen to this, art thou he that should come or do we look for another? And Jesus answered and said unto him, them, that's John's disciples, go and show, shew, show, same, that same word, John again, those things which ye do hear and see. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, the leopards are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised up, the poor have the gospel preached to them, and blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. And as they departed, Jesus began to say unto the multitudes concerning John, What went ye out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken with the wind? But what went ye out to see? A man clothed in soft raiment? <clears throat> Behold, they that wear soft clothing are in king's houses. But what went ye out for to see? A prophet? Yea, I say unto you, and more than a prophet. For this is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. Verily I say unto you, listen, among them that are born of women, there is none risen a greater than John the Baptist. Our dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, this morning, Lord, for the spirit that we felt in your house today. We're thankful, God, for the testimonies of your people. We're thankful, God, for the songs of victory today. We just pray, Heavenly Father, for just a few minutes, God, that you'll be with us as we look into the bread of life, your word. Help us, God, to say the right things, to preach on those things that need to be preached on, God. Help us today, Lord. Without your help, we can do nothing, Lord, and we understand that today. So help us to be humble, God, and hear your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> <clears throat> so here 
Jesus had just commanded his disciples on what he wanted them to do. And, uh, and then he went out and he departed into the cities to teach and preach about this gospel that he had brought into the world. And it uh, wasn't uh, too long uh, in, over in Luke's gospel, chapter 7, uh, it gives this account that we just read. But before that, Jesus had just healed a, uh, a man that was dead. His, uh, he started into that city. He started into that town. And as he was walking there along, here come a funeral session. And, and Jesus looked at the people. He looked at their faces, the sadness and the brokenness of them. And here was this young man dead, and they was carrying him through there. And he and he looked at his mother, huh? Her only son. And she was crying and bawling and broken. And Jesus had compassion. And he he grabbed the young man by the hand and said, Arise. And he arose. I want to tell you something this morning. There's life in Jesus Christ. Amen. Not physical life, but spiritual life. Right. Amen? This is what it's all about, huh? This morning. These bodies are going to decay, and they're going to go away, and they're going to turn back into dust. But hallelujah, the soul's going to live forever. Right. Amen? Amen? Praise God. Huh? And I'm glad this morning that Jesus has given us life. Huh? Choose this day, Joshua said, who thou will reserve. Huh? Who are you going to serve? The God of this world huh? or the God of heaven? Amen. They said here that uh, he came back here and then it said here in the third verse and he said it to him. And then he's saying this to his disciples. I want you to grasp this. I want you to get this because you won't get the message if you don't. And this is what he said. This is what John, huh? John, let me let me give you the story. John was in prison, huh? Because Herod put him there. And I'll tell you why he put him there in jail. He put him in jail because John told Herod the king. He said, it's not lawful for you to be married to your brother's wife. Hmm? He just told him the truth. Herod didn't like it. Huh? You know, he was the king and everybody's supposed to bow down to the king and do what the king says. Huh? But John was independent. Huh? He had the Lord on his side and it didn't matter. He just told him the way it was. He didn't like it. He threw him in jail. Hmm? And would have probably killed him then but all the people like John. John had a great falling. John was full of the Holy Ghost. Huh? And the people seen God in John the Baptist. Huh? But John said this. He told his disciples. See, they come back and they was telling John, because John couldn't go anywhere. He's in prison. And they come back and they, they told John. They said, now listen. Jesus is doing all these miracles. 
He's healing the, uh, the blind are seeing. The deaf are hearing. The lame are walking. Huh? And the dead are rising to life. He's doing these great things, my friend. Huh? And John was, listen, John said this to them. And I just can't hardly grasp it. And I'll tell you why in a minute. Huh? He said, go tell Jesus. Go ask him this question. Are you the Christ? Or do we need to look for another? I want to tell you this morning, church, listen. Who John the Baptist was, what the scripture tells us of who he is. Huh? He was a miracle birth, my friend. He was, his mother Elizabeth was barren. Could not have any children. Huh? And way past age. And he was born. Huh? And the scripture said that he was full of the Holy Ghost from his mother's womb. Huh? I tell you what, he was called of God and anointed by God huh, to be the forerunner of Christ. Listen. Huh? And he baptized Jesus in the Jordan River. Huh? That day. Huh? And there was a voice from heaven directly to John that said, this is my beloved son and who I'm well pleased. You don't get any holier, any righteousness, or any more righteous and any more godly than John the Baptist. What Jesus say? There's not one cometh or born of women that's greater than him. So, my question is, what happened to John? Hmm? Now I want to tell you something. It's no different huh, than what's happened in your life and in my life today. Huh? That you have gone through and if you haven't gone through it, I guarantee you, you'll go through. Because we're human, and this is life, and this is the hand that we have been dealt. Right. Amen? So the first thing I thought about was depression. John's depressed. Huh? I want to give you six things here. I don't know how many of these John had, or how many you have went through, or, or what you even at this very hour might be going through. These are not sins. This is just part of human life. Depression. A severe state of low spirits caused by the loss of hope or courage. Anxiety. A feeling of worry, nervousness, nervousness or unease typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. That's two. Loneliness. Sadness because no one because no one has your is your friend. You have no uh, company and you're being in a state held without companionship. Loneliness. I want to tell you something. That is a very hard one. And there's a lot of lonely people in the world today. Right. Huh? 
And I want to tell you something. I know a little bit about it from watching my mom. Right. What she's went through. She's That's the worst thing that after my dad died was the loneliness in her heart. She has everything. <laughs> she's in need of nothing. But she's lonely. Huh? Right. And it can't be filled. Huh? Despised. When somebody has put you beneath consideration and you are worthless. Forsaken. One has abandoned you out of their life and wants nothing to do with you. Rejection. You are not in. You never made it. You are ne you are you never made it into a certain group. You never made it into a certain job, or you're not even in friendship, huh, with the people that you want to be friends with. <laughs> You've been rejected, huh? So these things here this morning are a great hindrance to the lives of people. And also to the lives of Christians, huh? Now, you'll never hear Joe Holstein preach anything about this because to him there's no such a thing. Huh? But I want to tell you something. When you preach the Word of God, you've got to preach in realities and in the way it is and how it happens. And you're dealing with people with all different kind of emotions and all different kind of life situations that they're in. Huh? I talk to people now and then, don't even know who they are, huh? But you can tell that they're going through something. Right. Huh? Just like me and you. Right. Huh? Then there's times you talk to people and you never know it. Huh? That they're going through anything. Because they're pretty good at hiding it. Amen. I was thinking about this here. Got to looking at it. And I thought about the people in the Bible, just to name a few, huh, that were depressed, had anxiety, been despised, rejected, huh, forsaken. Huh. I'm not talking about average Christians and average people. I'm talking about above average. Huh? Charles Spurgeon, one of the greatest preachers ever preached, probably ever, <coughs> other than Jesus Christ himself. Huh? Thousands and thousands of people saved under his ministry. Huh? Yet got depressed and got down. Why? Why? Those were human. Right. I want to tell you something. The devil will work on whatever six areas I told just to give you the definitions on. He'll work on them. Yes. Right. He knows where you're weak. Yeah. He knows where I'm weak. Huh? And he wants to get in and tear us apart. Yes. Amen. Amen. Praise God. One of those was Job. In Job 11 and 3, it reads this. He said, why die? Listen, I not from the womb. 
Why did I not give up the ghost? In other words, why didn't I die? Huh? Either in my mother's womb or even after I was born. I want to tell you something. God said there's none greater than Job. Huh? He was a righteous man, a godly man, huh? but he lost everything. Listen, he lost his family. He lost all. He was the richest man in the Bible at one time. He had cattle. He had farm animals. He had sheep, goats, camels. My friend, I tell you what, you can look back to his pasture and you never see the end where there wasn't no animals. He was rich. Huh? He had a wonderful family. He had kids and grandkids. Huh? But he lost them all. Now don't you think that would be so depressing? Huh? Wouldn't that get you down? Huh? And just, just losing one. Let alone your whole family. Huh? But Job kept his integrity and he never got out. Huh? Yes, he was forsaken. <laughs> yes, he felt like he was despised and forsaken of God. He was going through all this suffering. He lost all of his family. Huh? And he's hurting so bad. The only one left is his wife. Huh? And if that ain't bad enough. <laughs> now comes the physical part. Huh? Job was cursed with boils from the top of his head. Huh? To the soles of his feet. Now he don't have no family. And now he's suffering, my friend, physically. Huh? And he's out there, my friend, in the field. And he breaks a pot of clay and scrapes off the the scabs and, 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 and wipes off all the bad skin off of him. He's suffering. Huh? He's depressed and he's down. Huh? And discouraged. Why did I even live? Why did I even come into the world? But he held on, my friend, huh? to God. And you know what he said? He said, I know that my Redeemer will live and I'll see him again. And the last days. He never gave up. He knew, he knew that God was real and that God could not take away his spiritual soul. Amen. Hallelujah. I know my Redeemer liveth. Praise. I want to tell you something. Hallelujah. This is not the end, my friend. Huh? Death is not the end of your life, but it's the beginning of eternity. Right. Yes, sir. Right. Though these skin worms, huh? He said, destroy my body. Yet in my flesh, <laughs> I'll see God. Amen. That's faith. Huh? That'll shake all the depression. That'll shake all the anxiety. Huh? And all the rejection and the forsakenness. Amen? 
Moses got depressed. He was despised and rejected. He went up on the mountain. The mountain of God got the Ten Commandments. Huh? And while he was up there getting the Ten Commandments, huh? The people were down in the camp. Huh? They were down, the Israelites were down in the camp. Huh? And he, and, I, and this is a whole other message. I'm not going to get into that. Just think, he was getting the commandments of God. What a great thing that was. And yet, God tells him, Your people, my people, has backslidden. Huh? They made a calf. Huh? They molded a calf out of the gold from the earrings of the people. Huh? Aaron has put it in the fire, my friend. Huh? And he engraved this cat, this cow, huh? This image, huh? And they're worshiping it. And they're saying, This is the God that brought them out of Egypt. And I tell you what, Moses came down from the mount, huh? And he was mad. <laughs> I know they say, you know, Christians are not supposed to be mad. They, they get angry, but they're not supposed to be mad. I want to tell you something. He was mad and upset. Huh? Well, you could say it however you want to word it, but my friend, he took the tablets and broke them on the ground. Huh? He was mad. He was depressed. They rejected him. He was their leader. Huh? Jesus got mad one day in the temple. You remember that story? Huh? He went in the temple one day and they, they had all this merchandise set up on tables. Huh? Instead of being that, listen, my friend, that's a good message too. Huh? Listen, huh? This is a house of prayer and a house of worship. It's not nothing commercial or worldly. Do you understand what I'm saying today? But Jesus walked into the temple and they were selling their merchandise, my friend. And he looked at it and he thought about the sacred temple. Huh? And he got upset. Huh? And those trinkets and all those things they were selling, he grabbed that table, my friend, and flipped it up and throwed it over. Not just one, but all of them. Huh? All their stuff was scattered all over the place and shattered. He said, my house is a house of prayer. Right. Huh? Amen. Listen to me. Huh? I tell you what, I guarantee you there wasn't a man in that synagogue or in that temple. Huh? Dared say a word to him. Huh? Moses was depressed. Moses got down. You know what? Let me tell you something. God was going to wipe him out. Huh? He told Moses this. God is loving. God is, His name is love. But I want to tell you something else. He's the God of wrath. Huh? And there's a penalty for sin. He was going to wipe them all out. They were done. He said, I'll start over with some other people, Moses, and give you them. Huh? You know, Moses said, He loved those people. Huh? He knew them personally. Huh. And he told God, he said, if you destroy them huh, and take them out, 
He said, just go ahead and blot my name out of your book. What book? The book of life. Right. Huh? Just blot my name out of your book. And God said, I'll blot their names out who sin against me. Huh? Did Elijah, do you remember that story, Elijah, and the prophets of Baal? Huh? I'm not going to get into all the story, but I'll tell you what. The people in Israel were serving Baal. They were worshiping other gods. Yeah, Baal was the big one. Huh? And I tell you, God sent Elijah down there. Huh? To straighten them out. Huh? I tell you what, they were really falling. They was really backstabbed. Huh? Because, you see, they were worshiping another God. They were worshiping the God of Baal. So what did, so what did Elijah do? Huh? He said, we're going to have a contest. Huh? There's 450 prophets of Baal. Huh? He said, we're going to make a contest. Huh? And we're going to set bullocks on the altar. That's bulls. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to butcher them and we're going to set them on the altar. And the God that answers by far is the God of heaven. You know what happened? Huh? Baal never answered. Huh? Those prophets were praying to Baal. They were cutting themselves with stones and everything. Huh? But their God never answered. But I want to tell you what. Our God answered. <laughs> God answered. Huh? And burned up the sacrifice. Licked all the water that was up in the trenches. Huh? And then after that was all over with. How the people turned. It said, yes, he is the God of Israel. Huh? He took those prophets up on the hill, 450 of them, and he slain every one of them with a sword. Huh? Killed the evil men. And I want to tell you something. You don't think that was a spiritual high, not killing the men, but God answering prayer and coming down with fire from heaven. That was a spiritual high. Huh? Then guess what happened? <laughs> Here comes Jezebel. Huh? The old whore Jezebel says, I'm going to kill you the same way you killed the prophets of Baal. And what did Elijah do? Scared to death. Huh? After God done this great thing, my friend, for him and all the people of Israel, Huh? This heathen woman said, I'm going to kill you just like you killed the prophets of Baal. What does he do? Huh? He runs and he hides. He gets in the cave. Huh? Gets in the cave and is hiding there. And he told God, he said, go ahead and take my life. I just assume die right now. You see, what I'm, get, what I'm getting at, church, huh, is the state that we can get in. Things that happen in our lives, if we don't watch it, huh, and give it to God, and pray about it, huh, 
and call upon Him, my friend, these things are going to fester. And they're going to get bigger. And they're going to get stronger in our lives, my friend. And we've got to whip it through the blood of Christ. Amen? Jeremiah, the weeping prophet, is what they called him. Huh? Jeremiah was the prophet. They said he weeped all the time because of the people of Israel and their backsliding. He knew what was coming. He knew that Judah was going to be destroyed. He knew those people personally, just like I know you guys this morning, personally. Huh? And he tried to preach to them. He tried to tell them the truth, what was going to happen. But they despised him and they rejected him and forsaken him. Huh? But he done what God called him to do. Huh? And I want to tell you something. If God's called you to do something, do it and stay faithful to it. Amen. Amen. Because the outcome's not up to me and you. The outcome's up to God. Right. Amen. What well, He does with it. We're just called to be faithful. Amen. And then I thought about the last thing. The last person, my friend, huh, that suffered more than anybody else in the whole world was Jesus Christ, our Savior. Right. Hmm? Yes, sir. Huh? Was Jesus depressed? Was Je did Jesus have anxiety? Huh? Was Jesus was despised and rejected? We know that. And forsaken. Huh? But he wasn't depressed. And he didn't have anxiety. But I want to tell you something. He knew all about it. <laughs> because he took our depression, our anxiety. He took everything that we go through. That's Those right. six that I just mentioned to you and read the definitions of, he took all those and our sins and put them on himself. Yes, sir. Right, right. Praise God. Huh? And it said in the garden that he fell down on his face and he sweat great drops of blood. What was that? That's the agony that he carried huh, for all these depression and anxiety and forsaken and everything that happens in your life. He carried it all and all your sins, my friend, were laid upon Him. Yes, sir. Huh? And He went to the cross, my friend, and nailed Him to the cross. Yes, to His cross. Amen. Huh? Nobody suffered more than Jesus. Right? Amen. You know, He suffered so much greatly physically. We, and, and that's really what gets brought out the most. It's a physical suffering. But I want to tell you something. He suffered emotionally right. huh, for us. Amen. To give us the victory. <laughs> Hallelujah. We can be like Job and say, I know my Redeemer lives. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I tell you what, I've been down depressed lately. Huh? I couldn't figure it out. Huh? I tried to figure it out, tried to see what it was. I'm not lying to you. Listen to me. I'm giving you a testimony this morning. Huh? I've been through it. I come home this week. This week I've been depressed and down, cried tears, couldn't figure out what it was. 
Huh? I found out a couple weeks ago what it was. <clears throat> this was my own opinion. Jesus huh, wanted me to feel a little bit about what he goes through. <laughs> I felt despised. I felt rejected. Huh? I felt down and felt discouraged. Huh? But Jesus felt all that. Uh, and wanted me to see it. Huh? And he wanted me. Huh? You better do something about it. Huh? You better do something about it. Trust in me. Pray to me. I'm going to give you some scripture. I tell you what, I felt better since Friday than I ever had in a long time. <laughs> Spiritually. Spiritually, I feel so much better. But I want to tell you something, my friend. Physically, I have. And the devil, he I don't know what it is. Every time I, I try to grow spiritually, I get attacked physically. You know a little bit about that, brother. Oh, yeah. Amen? Yeah. But I want to tell you something. Huh? I can't help the physical. I don't have no say-so in that. But I do in the spiritual. Amen? Right. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I want to tell you something. I want you to read these words here. I'll read these words. You can write them down. I tell you, to, it'll help you. Jeremiah chapter 29, <clears throat> verse 11. Yes. He said, I know, for I know the thoughts that I have towards you, saith the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you and expect it in. Amen? I think that's in the food pantry, isn't it? I think that verse is in the food pantry. I think it is. Huh? As you walk in there. But I want to tell you something. I'm so glad for this. I know my thoughts that I have for you. Every one of us this morning, my friend. Huh? God has these thoughts. And He knows who we are and what we are. And He's there to help us in whatever situation we are in. Right. Huh? To give us the victory and the help and the strength. Because, my friend, huh, the way is too great for us. Right. It's too much. Huh? We can try to kick every habit. We can try all we can do to, to, to change ourselves. But we're powerless in the end. You see, the flesh. That's why the Bible says, walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Huh? Ain't that what it says? Walk after the Spirit. And then what else did it say? And you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Amen? Praise God. Huh? An unexpected and the expected end, my friend, that God has for us is heaven. Huh? And he said this, listen to this prayer. Then you shall call upon me, and you shall go and pray unto me. Listen, this is what you do, and I will hearken unto you, and ye shall seek me and find me when ye shall search for me. Huh? With all your heart. Right. <laughs> Amen. 
I know every song we sung this morning, the first one or second one, huh? Maybe it was when pagans of fear seized all my soul unto the Lord. And there it is, that's it. And unto the Lord I cried. I want to tell you something. If he had never, if the songwriter would have never cried unto the Lord, huh, there'd never been another uh, second and third verse. <laughs> there'd never been a song. But he called upon the Lord. Call upon me. Amen. Huh? Praise God. Now, there's a cure for this. You can write this down too. Amen. And that cure is in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. It says, therefore, seeing also, we are compassed about with so great a cloud of witness. That's talking about all the heroes in the faith, chapter 11. He said, listen to this. Let us, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race. We're in a race. That is set before us. Here it is. Looking unto Jesus. The author and finisher of our faith. Amen. For who the joy that was set before him. Endured the cross. And despising the shame. And has sat down. At the right hand of the throne of God. <laughs> Amen. Like I told you, listen, depression, anxiety, huh? being rejected, being despised, that's not sin, okay? That's not sin, huh? But I want to tell you what it is in this verse. It's that weight <laughs> that weighs on your mind and on your heart, and it hinders you spiritually in this race. Amen? i tell you what. You don't know what you can be until you surrender it all to God. Give Him all the glory. Surrender your life to Him, my friend, and He'll do mighty and great mighty things that thou knowest not. Right. Amen? I tell you what, I haven't lifted weights for a long time. I used to lift weights a lot when I was younger. Huh? Had a bench press and all that stuff. I'm going to tell you something. The best, if you're going to lift weights, the best thing you can do is bench press. Because in bench pressing, you get all the upper body muscles. You get the chest, the shoulders, how the back, huh? Everything. I used to lift them weights. I lifted by myself. Never went to any gym. Huh? And my uncles lifted weights. And anyway, they said, Martin, if you ever lift it by yourself, don't put any hands on your weights. <laughs> he said, if, if, because if you happen happens to you and you're out there by yourself, huh, and you bring it down and you might pump it up a few times, huh, but you might lose your strength. You might pull the muscle. He said, that way you can just turn to one side or the other. Huh? <laughs> and it'll slide right off. Right, that's, I'm thankful they told me that. That happened a few times. I got them down where I couldn't get them back up. I want to tell you something. It took a few minutes. 
It's not going to get the strength to turn to one side. Huh? Spotters. Have you heard what spotters are when you're weightlifting? Huh? That's the guy that's behind you to help you when you can't get those weights up. Let's say you're benching for strength to see how much you can bench or how many reps you can do. Huh? And you're going to go until you can't go no more, until you're burnt. Huh? And then that guy's going to grab them weights. He's going to lift them off of you. Huh? Put them back on the bench. I don't know if this is the right word to say. Huh? But Jesus Christ is our spotter. That's right. Amen. Huh? He said, my friend, to lift those weights, my friend, all of us. Right. Huh? Praise God forever for that. Amen. 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 The Bible said, if God be for us, who could be against us? Huh? Right. Who could fight against God? <laughs> Amen. Praise God. I'll tell you what I'm thankful this morning. Huh? That we are not alone in this life. Huh? But he is with. I want to tell you something. God is real. Huh? So real. Amen. We can't see. Huh? There's no visual of him. Huh? But I'll tell you what. There's evidence that he's all around. Huh? I want to tell you something this morning. If the world. You probably heard this. I'm going to put you on trial today. Huh? For being a Christian. Your place at work. Your school. Huh? Wherever you're at. If they was going to put you on trial. For being a Christian. Would they find enough evidence. <laughs> to prove. That you were. And that you are. Amen. Praise God. Huh? Paul said, I fought a good fight. <laughs> I kept the faith, my friend. Huh? Paul went, I didn't even get to Paul, but Paul went through a lot. <laughs> yes. Huh? The Lord told Paul, Jesus told Paul, you're going to suffer great things for me. You're not going to get out of it. You're going to suffer it. Huh? But I want to tell you what Paul did. Huh? What will thou have me to do, Lord? <laughs> Amen. We're in a race, church. Huh? No man knoweth the day or the hour, but we're getting down to the end. Huh? This world's in chaos, my friend. This nation, my friend's in bad shape. Huh? You heard about the bloom, I'm sure. Huh? Flying over the country. <clears throat> Nothing done about it. No guts. The <coughs> then they finally shoot it. About time. Kind of late, ain't it? Yeah. There we got all their information. As soon as it was flying across, it was going to where they needed it. I mean, that's my opinion. They got whatever they needed already. One guy said they flew it low for a reason. They wanted everybody to see it. 
They didn't do it secretly. They flew it below where everybody could see it. I want to tell you something. I don't know why I said all that, but I do say this. We're in living in, ter in perilous times. Right. We need to be ready. Right. And I'll tell you what, another thing, not only us, our, our lives being ready, but we need to be a witness right. to this lost and this dying world. Huh? My friend, that are so lost, they know nothing about salvation. They know nothing about God. Huh? We need to be a witness. And the Spirit needs to be on us, us as God's people. Huh? So listen, I don't know where you're at, and I'm done. I know I went away. I, wasn't even I was praying on preaching just a short message. But I want to tell you something. Huh? Stay true. And whatever you're going through, God will take you through it. Amen. Amen. Huh? I tell you what, I'm, I'm uh, well, you know how old I am, but I've been in this company for 33 years. Huh? And I got to take those tests. <laughs> Every once in a while, I have to take a test online. You know what? I hated this test at school. Huh? I don't know how I made it through school anyway. But anyway, I hate, I hate tests, and I still hate them to this day. And I get that anxiety in there. Oh, gosh, here we go again, man. I mean, what, I mean come on. What good is that going to do me? My friend, I'm a dinosaur out here. Huh? What good is that going to do? But i got to take it. Huh? If I don't take it, then the driver score goes down. Well, that's a whole other thing. Then the driver scores go down. If you don't take it. So I get a little bit of anxiety. Uh, Lord help me. Because <laughs> huh? I'm dumb. And some of these guys that make these tests are so smart. And they got words that's that long. And I can't understand what they're saying. I have no idea. I mean, I really don't have time to look them up on my phone. And try to figure out what the question is. <laughs> huh? But he's with us. Amen.